Orange in the Central West's 105.1 Triple M. We're brought to you thanks to Harvey Norman in the Orange Grove Homemaker Centre. Joining us online Friday morning, it's the Federal Member for Clare, Andrew G. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Good morning, everyone. Great to be back on Triple M. Uh, quite uh, a few things to talk about today. Firstly, what's happening with these released detainees? Uh, I believe four of them now are, are back in custody. This is, uh, it seems like a comedy of errors. Yeah, it's a debacle. So let's rewind it for a minute. What's happened is the High Court made a ruling that related to detainees who are in detention and for some reason can't be returned to their home countries. It could be their home countries are refusing to take them. It could be political persecution, any of that type of stuff. But the thing is, some of these people have committed crimes. And so... Um, they have committed crimes. Uh, it could be uh, in their uh, home countries. It could be in Australia. Um, some have served sentences in Australia. And these are serious crimes. So the High Court has said that you can't just put them in immigration detention indefinitely if they can't be deported, if there's no hope of them being deported. So what's happened is the government let all of these detainees out, and there's 140-plus of them, and some have committed very serious crimes. And now, since they have been let out, um, we've now had four arrests of those detainees which have been released. And uh, this has created widespread concern and outrage in our area. And I think the sense of shock has been heightened with the news that one of those people released has been charged with two counts of indecent assault in South Australia. So the number of detainees arrested now stands at four. Now, it goes without saying this is really serious, and the major parties are pointing the finger at each other, but I think the point is this. The public is not interested in the political point scoring. What they want is a rigorous system in place, a preventive detention regime in place that protects the community from the threats posed by those released. And knowing that this court case was coming down the line and knowing that there was a possibility that the High Court could make this ruling... The government should have had a plan in place straight away once that decision came down to say, right, the High Court's made this decision. This is now what we are doing to protect the community. So they are running late with this. And so this is why the parliament sat late on Wednesday night to pass through new laws, which basically provide for community safety supervision orders. This enables the court to impose uh a wide range of supervision orders, but also safety detention orders. Um, so these are community safety orders that would enable a court to basically lock someone up in prison for up to three years. And so this is, I don't know, it's been a, it's been a, a debacle and hopefully now it's been sorted out. Um, but I think those laws could have been made even stronger, but the government shut down the debate in the House of Representatives. But, yeah, they've dropped the ball on it and it is a very serious situation. And sadly, there are community members now who are paying the price because there are crimes being committed, awful crimes being committed by uh, these people, some of these people who were released. At what point do we say that it... Because the government cannot overrule the High Court of Australia. No, they can't. And we have to, we have to accept that the High Court has made the decision. But... The government's known about this court case for a long time mm. and they could have had this legislation ready to go the minute that judgment came down, but they've just been caught flat-footed. Yeah, it seems so to have been rushed through as well. 
yeah, they've, they've, they've had to rush it through and put it all together at the last minute. And in the meantime, offences are being committed against community members, very serious offences, indecent assault. So they've been caught flat-footed on it, and it's not good enough. Mm, all right. Uh, look, something else that I don't think is good enough, We you told us on the show last week about a package that you received to your house. You gave us the details, and the police have investigated it. Uh, the woman responsible, one Janelle Culverson, has admitted responsibility for this. The way it's unsettled your family is just not on. Uh, I've received calls and texts from friends of mine who were once National Party supporters saying, can't believe it, I'm embarrassed that I ever voted for them. And what have the National Party said about this? Well, just to rewind it, this package was sent with using a fake name, using a sender's name, a fake uh, sender's address, a fake sender's signature. It was paid for in cash. And it was extremely upsetting for my family, and I think it would be upsetting for anyone's family. They don't sign up for anonymous packages with insulting messages inside to be sent to them. It's very, very unnerving for family members. The National Party have come out uh, and made what I thought was a pretty low-key statement last week saying that Ms Culverson should resign from her position as the chair of the Clare Federal Electorate Council. So she's the most senior non-publicly uh, elected official in the region, and we haven't heard anything since. So I think the National Party needs to make a statement about what has happened with this issue and whether that resignation has been received or not, because uh, this has been very, very upsetting for my family, and um, there have been people out there trying to make light of it. But if it happened to your family, um, I don't think anyone would could possibly think that this this is acceptable behaviour in our community amongst um, people who are office bearers of major political parties, in this case, the National Party. Mm -hmm. uh, if this had happened to a National Party MP, and in particular a National Party MP's family, the MPs would be lining up to condemn it and they would be calling for action straight away. And we had a lukewarm request, I would say, for a resignation, and we haven't heard anything since. So what is the National Party doing about this and why are they being so silent on it? Yep, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Let's hope we hear something soon with regard to the resignation of Janelle Culverson. Now, one final thing, mate. Andrew Baker and Emma Quirk Baker make rosin for violins, and they have been highly awarded in Canberra. What's happening? So they were at the Australian Export Awards about a week ago in Canberra, and so the rosin is like a resin that for cellos and violins, you put it on your bows and it makes, and then when you play your instrument, it makes it sound better. So they've won the New South Wales Regional Exporter of the Year category, right? And then they're up for Australian Exporter of the Year. They didn't get it, but they got a highly commended, a special commendation from the judges, which means it was very, very close and they almost took out the national title. Wow. Unbelievable. So they are, they are making... Uh, this rosin for musicians all over the world. And so what happens is they ring them up and say, oh, this is the kind of sound I want from my violin. Can you make it? And they, can you make me this special concoct concoction of uh, rosin? And they go, yeah, we'll make it for you. And uh, it, it's got a, a real cult following in the, right. uh, in the musical world. So well done to Andrew and Emma and their small team. They have 
in the, from the foothills of Mount Canoblis, they are taking their product to the world. It's terrific to see. And I must say, Andrew's quite an accomplished violinist himself. Indeed. But uh, being someone who does play country music, Neil, I have to ask you, do you call them violins or do you call them fiddles? I think that depends, Andrew, on the size of your beard. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew G's the federal member for Clare. We'll catch him next week on the show. Thanks for your time, mate. Thanks for having me on the show, Neil.